0: 9452
1: and 1866775. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Radio Show, only on financial news and talk. Now, live in studio, your host, local and national real estate expert and consumer advocate, Ron Siegel.
2: And hello again. Welcome to Ron Siegel Radio. This is the show with no real boundaries as we discuss current events, financial markets, politics, sports even poking fun at the rest of the media. This is the show that connects the dots of confusion delivered by conflicting media reports. We connect the dots, you know, the actions you can take how your family or business can benefit from current events. Most of all, thank you for joining me within every market. There are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message and I will be delivering it every day. We have a very focused show. We only chat about items that affect the roof over your head, your bank account, and anything I feel would benefit you. And then we remind you, if you ever have any home or finance-related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you. And you can reach out to me directly, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or Just remember, that's the number you call anytime for assistance. When you call that number, it comes... Directly at me first. There are no operators standing by. I am it. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. While I do have a great team when it comes to developing a financing plan or plan to save you money, I personally work with you. Even if you don't have any needs today, save this number in your phone for future reference. 800 306 1990. And of course, we celebrate every day on Ron Siegel Radio today. And uh, National Georgia Day, no excitement on that one. National Watermelon Day, I, I enjoy watermelon. It's uh, one of my favorites, uh, although it's probably not too good for me. I understand there's a lot of sugar in it, so but I still like it. National Grab Some Nuts Day, cashews, if you please. Uh, that's uh, my favorite one right there, so I just uh, enjoy that. But I am looking ahead. If we, uh, if you're, if you're, if you're like me and you like to look ahead a little bit, tomorrow is National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, and I am an aficionado of chocolate chip cookies. Um, I, I, I enjoy them, and, and uh, if you want to put that, put yours into the mix for me to uh, do taste test, quality control. I am always happy to serve there. And let's take a look at the, the roller coaster. I mean, the stock market today. Talk about a roller coaster! Holy cow! So the stock market came in uh, 173 points up right now, and that's as I speak to you while we're recording this morning. If you're listening to us in the evening broadcast on ABC News and Talk AM 1490, you already know how the day ended, but I'm telling you as of right now, it's a roller coaster. So we were up a bit at the open this morning. We went down about 140 points. Now we're up 172 points. S&P 500 up 21 points, NASDAQ is up 33 points, oil down 53 cents a barrel, and the 10-year treasury, that's what we're all watching, it is at 1.17, 1.17, pretty flat right now. It was down a little bit more earlier in the session, but we're watching these levels of support and levels of resistance to see exactly what we're going to do with the 10-year treasury. And in turn, what that ties into, as you know, is what that's going to turn into for the mortgage-backed securities. So we are watching all of those things for you. I've been watching my mail. I don't know if you've watched your mail. So I was hoping, well, not hoping, I was wondering if I was going to get a, uh, an invitation to President Obama's, um, President, President Obama's birthday party. Yeah, he's invited 500 of his closest friends to Martha's Vineyard for his party. I guess I don't qualify on one of those 500. He must have listened to a radio broadcast of ours once or twice. Uh, But did you get yours? Now, think about this. If President Trump had done a party like this, could you imagine what the media headlines would be about super spreader events? That would be the, the talk of the median but we don't hear that with President Obama. I guess uh, you're not allowed to have those conversations when it is President Obama. It's just, I guess that it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, so let's continue on. Uh, let's see. Let me see what else we've got on here on our notes for today. Uh, That's in the in the news. How about this one? I, I know you got to be careful here because. So, Lindsey Graham, did you see this one? Fully vaccinated and has tested positive for COVID. Now, I wonder if that was one test, two tests, three tests, right? Because I've known some folks that have had COVID in the past, double vax, and got COVID again. Now, the first test, they had COVID. The second test, they had COVID. The third test, no COVID. How does that happen so quickly? I I just throw that out there for you. And we'll see what what happens here. Moving right along. Hey, how about this one? We talked to to Gene Sarr yesterday, if you remember our conversation. Federal eviction ban is ending, but the White House is begging states to use emergency funds to help renters. Well, maybe they should have been doing that right along, right? I mean, maybe they should have been making the, the rent payment for them. I'm a big believer in helping people. I'm a big believer in a safety net. But here's the issue. Where's the safety net for the landlord, right? The landlord has to make their mortgage payment or make it up, but the renters, uh, they're looking around how they can help the renter. It goes back to the same thing. If you remember back in 2009, 2010, well, the government went and bailed out the wrong people, my opinion, right? They went and they bailed out uh, Goldman Sachs, or maybe not Goldman Sachs, but Lehman, um, Oh, Merrill Lynch, and, and they bailed out other big, co- AIG was the big one. That's why it's on my top of my head, AIG, right? So what does that do? That tells those big companies that the federal government is going to be there for them and going to backstop anything so they can take on more risk. Now, personal opinion, what should have happened at that time was the same money could have been used to go and help homeowners, Go in and help them with their mortgages. So they're able to keep making their mortgage payments, but not lose their homes and not the big banks getting richer, the money going into the stockholders, the shareholders, right? Don't bail them out. That's not the issue. Same thing here, right? You're looking and you're gonna bail out the renters. You send the money to the renters. What are they gonna do? They're gonna go on some of these different gambling websites. I know the the they call it investing, right? invest in GameStock, invest in Bitcoin, invest in the roulette wheel in Las Vegas, buy more lottery tickets, right? That's not the answer. The answer is set up a program where the money can go, you, the renter could turn in their mortgage state, their rent statement, and the rent gets paid to the landlord who must keep their, their mortgages current, right? Then it flows through the system properly. Right now we watched and we, we're seeing what's going on in some of these different arenas and their money is going, the, the bailout money, the, the $300 a month or the $1,400 a month, $600 a month or $600 stimulus checks that have gone out to people. Are they using it or are they needing it for what they say they need it for? Or are they using it to go on Robinhood and buy more GameStop? Right. If you watch what Robinhood stock is doing recently, I mean, Robinhood is came out went public. I'm going to say they, my opinion, not a good IPO for anybody other than the people at Robinhood. But they went public and they said, well, we're not going to we're going to reserve 30 or 35 percent of the issuance for the retail investor, and we're not going to give it to the institutions. Okay, so the retail investors get that money. But then the institutions say, you know something, we're not going to buy your stock. Now what happens? Well, those retail investors that got the stock, there's no more there's no liquidity in it. The big institutions are saying we don't want to buy it. So the stock price is tumbling, and when it gets down low enough and the retail investors have had enough pain and suffering and lost enough money, then the institutions will come in, maybe, and say, you know something, I think we'll take this stock on right now. Think about this comment. It's just amazing to me how this continues to happen over and over again. But the media, they won't talk about these things. They say that, that Robinhood is good because it lets the, the small investor in. Who does that benefit? The big investor, right? Because the, the small investor put their money into it because they didn't have the right information. They stock price goes down, and that's when the the institutions come in and they say, "Well, I'm going to bail out the small investors." Think about that concept. It's amazing how this happens over and over again. Nobody educates the consumer on this. That's the big issue. Who's out there educating the consumer? Well, that's why you tune in to Ron Single Radio because that's our mission is to go out there and educate you because no one else is doing it and we think that you deserve that as good of information as we can possibly find and share with you. You're listening to Ron Single Radio, discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. With Rents on the Rise is now the time to buy. Should you co-sign on your college student's credit card? How to fix errors on your credit report? And hmm, mediating the marital home. Interesting, all that and more. You can reach me anytime Our offer number 800-306-1990 or ronsiegelradio.com. Facebook.com forward slash Radio. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Siegel one on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Building your future.
0: Building your future wealth starts now. Take action and put your money to work for you instead of working for your money. Are you sitting on $100,000 of home equity? Realty Pro 100 has your solution. Realty Pro 100 Wealth Builder Program may increase your net worth by $50,000 to $75,000 or more per year. Learn more about the Realty Pro 100 Wealth Builder Program by texting My Wealth Builder to 79564. Text My Wealth Builder to 79564. License DRE 02059058.
2: or visit ronsiegelradio.com. Are you a military veteran, first responder, doctor, nurse, or teacher? If so, then you're a Ron Siegel VIP hero, and you may qualify for rewards up to five dollars to $10,000 when you buy, sell, or refinance a home with a Ron Siegel Radio partner. As a valued VIP hero, you receive special savings, rebates, and valuable discounts. Learn more by calling me, Ron Siegel, at 1-800-306-1990, or visit vipheroprogram.com. It's just our way of saying thank you.
3: Do you know a homeowner experiencing divorce? Do you know a real estate reference and the divorce decree could cost tens of thousands of dollars? A certified divorce mortgage planning and real estate report could save you thousands of dollars and it's free from your local certified divorce lending professional reach out to ron today ronismylender.com again ronismylender.com licensed under nmls 217037 equal housing lender
1: you're listening to ron siegel's home and finance show with local and national expert ron siegel now here's ron welcome back to
2: ron siegel radio within every market there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities you just need some trusted guidance that is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990, 306 1990 the Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial. When you're ready for that next home loan, Geneva's got the programs and the products. You just need to make the call, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. Dow Jones now up 145 points. NASDAQ is up 2688. The SP and p 500 is up 22.71. Ten-year treasury is now flat right at the 1.174 yield, same as where it was yesterday. And the mortgage-backed securities, those are up three basis points. Easy information for anybody to know to find out. The question becomes, why is all of this happening? Why, Actually, why is next to nothing happening on the markets right now? Because they're they're really not moving a whole heck of a lot. But we did get CoreLogic released their home price index report showing that home prices rose by 2.3% in June and 17.2% year over year, which is an increase from 15.4% in the previous report. So we're seeing the appreciation continuing to accelerate. CoreLogic forecasts that home prices will appreciate 0.7% in July and 3.2% in the year going forward. Think about this. I mean, CoreLogic, well, I mean, they've, they've been wrong so much. Let's. Uh, they only anticipated a 0.8% for June, which has been a theme. They continue to miss forecasts by a large margin and appear to be just stuck on their opinion. I don't know what they're watching but they're not—they're not changing with the times. They only anticipated 3.4 percent year over year in the previous report, and have dropped that to 3.2. So they're basically saying, eh, prices are not going to continue at this pace." Remember, these are the same people that forecasted home prices would be down 6.6 percent, down 6.6 percent a year ago, while we were up 17.2 percent. You don't know better than that. Uh, top metros how about this one phoenix up 27% san diego up 22% denver up 18% wow so we already talked yesterday about the commentary from fed uh, from fed governor and maybe the next federal chair lael brainard said that she doesn't think the fed will be ready to access uh, to assess the economy not access assess the economy until she receives the september data in october signaling that the Fed will likely not be ready to taper until 2022. They get that date in October. They don't meet until November. They told us they're going to give us a wide amount of time, a lot of time to figure out what they're going to do to to telegraph or let the market be advised ahead of time. So if they they don't meet until November and if they told us then, well, giving us a lot of notice means that they're not going to be something until any change until sometime, my expectations, maybe second or third quarter, of next year. So, just a little bit of information. Now, late yesterday, we heard from another Fed governor and voting member, Chris Waller. He said that he would be ready to announce tapering in October if he sees strong job growth for July and August, which we'll get some of that on Friday and next month, respectively. He thinks if we see 2 million in job growth over those two reports, that would fulfill this quote unquote substantial progress the Fed is looking for in the labor market. He also believes the pace of tapering should be early and fast to make sure the Fed can raise rates in 2022 if need be. On inflation, he said there is anecdotal evidence that much of it may not be transitory. We've told you about that already. Surprise,
1: surprise, surprise.
2: Yeah, amazing that they're finally coming out and realizing what we've been telling you right along. But he says that it may not be transitory as businesses have been pricing have pricing power for the first time in a decade and plan to pass prices, high, prices higher prices through to the consumer. And we think that Waller is more the outlier at the Fed, which most want to wait to taper. So Waller, even though he's coming up with these comments, he may not have the authority or the power to get his voice heard. We're going to hear from Fed Vice Chair, voting member Richard Clarita this afternoon. So we'll see what his commentary was. Again, quiet news day today ahead of the tomorrow's big news. We're going to have mortgage application data. Remember, when you see the headlines come out on mortgage application data tomorrow, grain of salt, because the media is not going to explain to you that there's about a 50% increase in cash purchases for homes. That does not get counted into the mortgage application data. So we talked about this last week with that with that increase. No one talks about the increase on one end, right? If you've got a per- cash purchase and that amount, the amount of homes being bought for cash is up 50%. Think about what that means. That really is telling you that those people don't go get a mortgage, right? It's cash. So that by definition, the amount of mortgages has to drop when that increases. So just keep that in mind. That is the mortgage minute. Brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial when you're ready for that next home loan. Geneva's got the programs and the products. You just need to make the call 800-306-1990, 306 1990 And yes, they do have some of the non-traditional loan products. That's why I, I refer to it as non-traditional loan products. What is a non-traditional loan product? And we may, I'm trying, still trying to line this up for tomorrow. We may have a guest on with us to help us out with discussing non-traditional. How about if you're a business owner, you write off everything you possibly can, legally write off. You got a great a great CPA and they write it all off. So you don't show much income, but you have you have the ability to make that mortgage payment. Well, traditional Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, they don't look at what you could do. They just look at your tax returns and your bank statements and your your pay stubs, w2s, 1099s, k1s. And if it doesn't show there, they basically say, "Well, that's not qualified." They don't forget the part of not qualified with us. And a lot of the big banks will say the same thing. "Mr. Jones, you don't qualify. I see that you got a lot of money and I see that you've got a lot of money coming in, but the concept content here, concept here is, you know, they're just not going in there and they're not they're not Putting those extra words with us on there. So the non-traditional loans, you look at bank statements and say, okay, what's being deposited into the bank over the last twelve or twenty-four months? Maybe that'll give a will will shed a different light on qualification. Yes, you can do a cash out refinance based on bank statements if you're a business owner. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. I hope you can also buy a new home based on bank statements. Again, we're gonna we're trying to line this. Uh, get everything de- dealt with guest wants to appear the 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 guru but you know you got to talk to the compliance people and the legal people and they've all got to get involved in that and make sure that everything is done correctly right those guys have a job to do they're guys and gals i'm not trying to be uh, go one way or the other the guys and gals in those departments they have a job to do and they're looking out for the best interest of of the consumer as well as their companies So we're trying to line that up for tomorrow, see if we can talk about, what if you have one day out of bankruptcy? Yeah, there's programs for that. What if you don't make a lot of money, but you have a lot of real estate and you want to use your real estate to buy other real estate or you want to buy the real estate, a piece of real estate, you've got down payment money and you've got a piece of property and it's going to, the property, the rent on that property will cover the payment for the property. Are there loans for that? Yeah, there are. And yes, they're a little bit more expensive than your traditional loan, but not a lot, especially when you look and say, I don't have to show all the documentation, I don't have to have all the income, I don't have to cover all the all the mortgage. Pay-. There's a lot of benefits to it. So, even if you don't have the traditional financing procedures, these non-traditional loans are are there and they're meant to help out in those arenas. So again, Geneva Financial, they've got all of those different programs. You've got the phone. You just have to make that call. Better outcomes Segment, Mediating the Marital Home, Mediation Support, and Guidance. So a mediation, a process in which a third person helps the participants in a dispute to resolve it. In order to resolve the dispute, the participants must negotiate a solution. Problem solving is part of the negotiations. The process of mediation is the management of other people's negotiations and the mediator is the manager of the negotiations who organizes the discussion of the issues to be resolved. The more coherent and organized the process, the easier it is for the participants to arrive at solutions that are mutual and appropriate for them. At the center of the mediation process is gathering the data, fact-finding, defining the problem and developing options. When the subject matter is specialized, as in negotiating the marital home, the cycle becomes specialized and may require the need for mediation support from a certified divorce lending professional, CDLP. Ideally, both parties will agree on the appropriate disposition of the marital home. The need for mediation support utilizing a skilled CDLP is important to make sure that the negotiated agreement can actually be executed as in refinancing the current mortgage obligation for an equity buyout or selling the marital home and each party purchases a new home independently. Actually, coming to the agreement of how to handle the marital home may be the easy part, and executing the agreement may require a deeper look into the details. A skilled mediator will recognize and explain the various options of the marital home available to the divorcing couple and help the parties understand the implications of each option. Again, Addressing the details of each each option requires the support of a certified divorce lending professional. Consider the following scenario. Mike and Kim have been married for 17 years, have lived in the home for 11 years. Kim is employed as an administrative support at the local school and will require spousal support in order to afford housing independently once the divorce is final. First, Mike would prefer to sell the home and divide the net proceeds equally between the two. Both parties would purchase new homes. Kim, she'd prefer to stay in the home she is emotionally attached to, as well as avoid the hassle of moving and purchasing a new home. Kim would agree to pay Mike his share of the equity in the marital home through a refinance of the marital home, which would also remove him from any financial obligation on the home. Through the mediation efforts, Mike and Kim agree that Kim will retain the marital home and she agrees to a deadline of 120 days to complete the refinance process. Mike agrees to give his equity share to Kim in lieu of paying future spousal support. The parties also agree that Kim is unable to complete the finance within 120 days. They will sell the marital home. There may be a lot of potential issues with this negotiation and mediated agreement. Without the input and mediation support of a certified divorce lending professional, Kim may not have the required income without the receipt receipt of spousal support. The time frame in which the refinances take place may become an issue, and if the marital home is sold, Kim may still not be in a position to buy a new home. Sometimes the couple has a budget or income problem that needs expert advice. The mediator is typically not an accountant or an attorney and therefore does not take responsibility for providing expert advice. The mediator refers the couple to an expert for specific advice on specialty use situation. Here's it is. Utilizing the expert advice of the certified divorce lending professional to address the options for obtaining future mortgage financing is an important step in the mediation process. Do you have questions about how divorce can impact the ability to obtain mortgage financing? As a certified divorce lending professional, our knowledge and experience can help make the transition much smoother and successful for all parties involved. Working with us in the divorce mortgage planning process. But we're well-versed in many ways divorce affects the mortgage, and that could be a huge benefit to both the divorce team as well as the divorcing homeowners. You can't think traditionally when working with divorce and mortgage planning. Again, we've got the book for you, mycdlp.com, mycdlp.com. Or you can go get another one those free tools, right? We've got all kinds. We always have free tools to give you when you're listening to Ron Siegel Radio. So this one happens to be the My DYM Workbook. My, do, it, your, do it, divorce your mortgage workbook. So you can get your copy, mydymworkbook.com or text mydymworkbook to 79564, Workbook to 79564. And as always, you're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. When we come back, why rents are on the rise is now the time to buy, how to fix errors on your credit report. And, yes, we've got a featured home brought to you by lender.net. All that and more, you can reach me anytime off air number, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or RonSiegelRadio.com, Facebook.com, forward slash, RonSiegelRadio. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel, one on YouTube, Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube, Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few.
0: What's your plan to beat inflation and protect and build your future wealth? If you're not sure, and if you would like to learn the secret of building wealth by utilizing your current assets with little or no risk, Realty Pro 100 has your solution. Realty Pro 100 Wealth Builder Program may increase your net worth by $50,000 to $75,000 or more per year. Learn more about the Realty Pro 100 Wealth Builder Program by texting My Wealth Builder to 79564. Text My Wealth Builder to 79564. License DRE
2: 02059058. Are you a renter and tired of making monthly payments? paying off someone else's mortgage. Hey, it's Ron Siegel here to help you stop renting and start owning your dream home with amazing low interest rates. And you could potentially qualify for a $500,000 home for less than $5,000 out of pocket. So stop renting, start owning with Ron Siegel. Learn more at ronsegelradio.com and start owning today
1: all you need to do is text ATP to 79564.
2: Do you own a luxury home or planning to purchase one? If so, your home may be your largest asset, but your mortgage may also be your largest debt. The Siegel Lending Team is offering amazing financing opportunities right now. Jumbo loans up to $2 million, 30-year rates in the 3%s, and 15-year rates in the 2s. Learn more at ronsegalradio.com or call me directly. My number is 3061990 license under NMLS 217037 800 306 1990 the real-time real estate segment today, being brought to you by the area trusted real estate professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest to 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. SLT Home Digest. The digest tells you exactly what the county recorder knows about your property. It tells you what the market believes about your property. One simple email every single month. Telling you what the property done. Now, you get an email or, or a statement from your bank every month telling you what's in your bank account. For most people, their mortgage is going to be, and their home is going to be a greater asset than their bank account. Just throwing that out there. But we don't look at those on a regular basis. We look at our bank statement, hopefully, on a regular basis. So maybe you want to get some of this information. It might be helpful to you. And I will always love the crackling in my microphone. It's, uh, I'm sure it makes a uh, producer Josh real happy when, when he gets to hear this stuff too, because it blows their ears over there. But I, And I don't even know why it does it, but that's neither here nor there. So here's the issue. Let's get you some information on our real-time real estate. Rents on the Rise is now the time to buy. According to recent data from Realtor.com, median rental prices have reached their highest point ever recorded In many areas across the country, the report found rents rose by 8.1% from the same time last year. As it notes, quote, beyond simply recovering to pre-pandemic levels, rents across the country are surging. Typically, rents fluctuate less than 1% from month to month. In May and June, rents increased by 3% and 3.2% from each month to the next. If you're a renter concerned about rising prices, now may be the time to consider purchasing a home. Monthly rents are higher than monthly mortgage payments. When you weigh your options of whether to buy a home or continue renting, how much you'll pay each month is likely top of mind. According to the National Association of Realtors, NAR, monthly mortgage payments are rising, but they're still significantly lower. Then the typical rental payment, NAR indicates the latest data on homes closed, shows the median monthly mortgage payment is $1,204. Now remember, that is a national number. That's not a California number. So we're going to, but the, the concept is still the same. By contrast, the median national rent is 1575 according to the most current data provided by Realtor.com. In other words, Buyers who recently purchased a home locked in a monthly payment that is, on average, $371 lower than what renters pay today. And you can see that on a chart if you're watching us on ronsigleradio.tv, any of our social channels, or the ABC News and Talk AM 1490 video feed. You're seeing the median monthly rental prices for a studio, one-bedroom, two-bedroom overall, So you're getting all that information right there. Rents are rising sharply and they continue to increase. The difference in monthly housing costs when comparing renting and buying today is significant. But many would-be home buyers wonder about the future of rental prices. So let's look to historical census data as reference. The median asking rent has risen consistently since 1988. And if you're taking a look at a chart that we have on the screen right now, Again, on any of our social channels, we post this on a regular basis. Median asking rent since 1988. Now, I used to be a skier, not a good one. Uh, when asked how I skied, my, my, was, my friend said head first. That's probably not the right way of skiing. But if you look from 1988 on the chart all the way up until 2001, I think they call that a bunny slope right it, it's pretty flat and if you look from 2001 to 2021 i think you call that a diamond slope right or black diamond or something along those lines i could never go on those slopes i was never good enough right but you look at that and the rents are it's 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 almost straight up rise in rent over time clearly shows one of the major advantages of home ownership is over renting stable housing costs I'm going to submit to you in the last uh, 10 years, 20 years, housing costs have not been stable. They've been declining. Why? Because the the interest rates have been going down. Now, I know they went up two basis points last week on the week-over-week numbers. I think on Thursday when they come out, they'll probably be showing that they're better this week than they were last week just based on looking at what the market's doing right now. But rents go up and mortgages, if you have a 30-year fixed rate loan, that either stays the same or it goes down. Because you can always restructure. If interest rates get better, you can restructure that loan. And I've told you this many, many times, and I will tell you again, that if you haven't looked at restructuring your loan lately and you've got other debts, I know that the pandemic has hurt a lot of people. right? So there's a lot of people that have built up a lot of credit card debt, but their property is appreciated by 20%, 25% over the last year or two. Think about this. You got that credit card debt on one hand, where you're paying 15%, 19%, 20%, 30% interest. You got that car payment. You might have student loan payments. All these things are going on, and you've got interest that you're paying 3% on your house. That would be the use for our blended rate calculator, and we can actually do what we call a rapid payoff scenario for you. All you have to do is send an email to rj at ronsegalradio.com, rj at ronsegalradio.com, and send a copy of your most recent mortgage statement, all those credit card bills, and maybe car statements. Send them off to the team. Let us do a complimentary analysis for you. It's just a gift from us to you. And see if it makes sense for you to explore other options. Again, you can go to rsrrapidpayoff.com, see what we're talking about here, how we saved one family $1,543, $1,543, by doing a debt makeover. Just going through and, and yes by applying that savings, the $1,543 that they're already paying, applying that to their new mortgage, it gets paid off in, I think, 11 or 12 years. I haven't looked at it in a while. I think it's paid off in 11 or 12 years. So think about that concept. So if you're still renting or if you own a home and you've had some tough times, give us a call. The consultations are totally complimentary. And you can go right there, book on my calendar, bookrs15.com, bookrs15.com, and we'll see if we can uh, do a debt makeover for you, see if that makes sense for you and for your family. That is the Real-Time Real Estate segment, brought to you by the Area Trusted Real Estate Professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. And hey, we still got a lot to go today, so we want to make sure and get you all this great information. We've got a featured home segment. And we might even have some Your Credit Matters discussions. All that and more. You can reach me anytime off air, number 800 306 1990 800 306 1990. Or ronsiegalradio.com, facebook.com forward slash Radio. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel one on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few.
0: With one of the Ron Siegel Radio partners. As one of the heroes, real estate agents will rebate part of their... If you're listening to this program, building personal wealth is a topic you're familiar with, and you probably understand that making money is about creating a high income from a high-paying job or running a business, while building wealth, on the other hand, is about creating a stock of value that goes up over time. You've also probably noticed lately that prices for fuel, groceries, and raw materials are skyrocketing, while your monthly income remains flat. Welcome to Inflation 101. One of the fastest growing wealth building strategies is utilizing your current assets with little or no risk, like the equity in your home. Realty Pro 100 has been helping people like you increase their net worth by $50,000 to $75,000 per year. Now's the time to put your money to work for you and beat inflation. Learn more and start building your wealth by contacting RealtyPro100. Text MYWEALTHBUILDER to 79564. Text my wealth Builder to 79564. Receive free information on how the RealtyPro100 Wealth Builder Program works and if it's the right wealth building strategy for you. License DRE 02059058.
2: Hey friends, do you dream of mortgage-free home ownership? Are you aware that even if you own your home free and clear, it could still be costing you thousands per year? The Siegel Lending Team can help you generate tax-free income, accumulate family wealth, and maintain ownership of your home. By simply emailing your most recent mortgage statement, you'll receive a no-obligation real estate plan. Learn more by calling 1-800-306-1990 or email me your recent mortgage statement to PEAR at ronsigleradio.com. Licensed under NMLS 217037, Equal Housing lender.
3: Are you tired of paying rent? Are you tired of paying someone else's mortgage? Are you a renter and
2: tired of making monthly payments? Paying off someone else's mortgage? Hey, it's Ron Siegel here to help you stop renting and start owning your dream home with amazing low interest rates. And you could potentially qualify for a $500,000 home for less than $5,000 out of pocket. So stop renting. Start owning with Ron Siegel. Learn more at ronsegelradio.com and start owning today. at 800 306 1990 800 306 1990 The featured home segment today. Brought to you by my favorite lender.net. My favorite lender.net 1292. South Country Glenway. That's the property. Yes, it is listed by Gilded Johnson. Anaheim Hills, light, bright atmosphere in this upper-end unit with no one living above or below you. Private location within the Summit Court community surrounded by lush greenery and mature trees. Desirable open floor plan with two bedrooms, two bathrooms, and direct access oversized one-car garage with covered carport nearby. Spacious living room includes new wood laminate flooring, many windows, fireplace, and access, to private balcony. Kitchen is open to the living room and dining room via the breakfast bar and includes stainless steel appliances, white cabinets, and recessed lightning. Oh, look at that. Anaheim Hills, $545,000 is the list price. Again, it's Gilded Johnson, Seven Gables is the listing agent. Let's look at some financing options. With 10% down, you're looking at $2114 a month. With 20% down, $1838 a month. 25% down strategically 1642 per month that is the principal and interest payments only you got to add your taxes insurance hoa and if there is any mortgage insurance and yes we got to get this in there for our compliance friends 3.552 apr 3.067 apr and 2.852 apr and mls 217037 Nice pictures on the line right there from our friend Gilda Johnson. Again, seven gables, one two nine two South Country, Glenway, Anaheim Hills. That is the featured home brought to you by my favorite lender.net. How to fix errors on your credit reports and how they occur. That is our subject of the your the subject of your credit your credit matters segment. Easy for me to say. Brought to you by MySoCalLender.com. MySoCalLender.com. To error may be human, but if that human error negatively affects your credit worthiness, you're not alone. The number one complaint received by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, CFPB, involved incorrect information listed on consumer's credit reports. Of those complaints, errors on a credit report were at the top of the list. Worse yet, of participants in a study by the federal trade commission identified at least one error on their credit report that could make them appear riskier to lenders. 26% of participants in a study. Well, they must've found 26. I don't know. They must've found 74% of the people who didn't know that a credit report existed because I've been looking at credit reports for many decades and I've never found a credit report that's completely accurate. I don't think I've seen one yet. I I don't think I can recall one. The potential negative impacts those errors can have on your credit report can be catastrophic on your ability to get loans, new lines of credit, or better lending terms and interest rates. That's why staying on top of the content of your credit reports is so important. So we're going to reveal some of the most common mistakes found in credit reports how to fix them, and what to do if you disagree with any of the information in your report. Common mistakes that cause credit errors to begin. It's important to know if the person responsible for the error is you. Often a person may have applied for credit under different names, Robert Jones, Bob Jones, Dan, Danny, or Daniel Smith. Got it? Make sure you're consistent and always use the same first name and middle initial. Otherwise, your report may actually contain information about another person with a similar name. Likewise, apply the same consistency and care with things like your social security number and address. Or it could be a case of what you didn't put in your report. If you were denied credit because of an insufficient credit file or no credit file, it may be because your credit file doesn't reflect all your credit accounts. Though most national department store and all-purpose bank credit card accounts will be included in your file, not all creditors voluntarily supply information to the credit bureaus, nor are they required to report consumer credit information to the credit bureaus. Nothing is required to be sent to the credit bureaus. Anything that is sent according to the law must be complete, it must be accurate, and it must be verifiable. If it is not complete, accurate, and verifiable, it must be corrected or removed. If you find missing accounts, ask your creditors to begin reporting your credit information to credit bureaus or consider moving your account to a different creditor who does report regularly to credit bureaus. Other common errors to look for. Someone else made a clerical error in reading or entering your name or address information from a handwritten application. Similarly, loan or credit card payments may have been inadvertently applied to the wrong account. Errors may have lenders seeing double because accounts have been reported more than once, making it appear you have more open lines or credit or higher debt than you really do. If you closed a credit account, make sure that your report does reflect that it was closed by grantor, that's you, making it appear that the creditor closed the account and not you. If you're divorced, make sure that your former spouse's debts are not reflected on your report. Likewise, make sure that older bad debts that you should have been removed from your credit report have been, because credit reporting companies should remove them from your report after seven years. If you filed bankruptcy, I would say of the vast majority of bankruptcies that we see have information remaining on the reports that should not be. Finally, Mysterious accounts and bad debts could be the work of identity thieves who have gotten a hold of your personal information. Fixing credit error credit report errors to ensure mistakes are correctly as, are corrected as quickly as possible. Contact both the credit bureau and organization that provided the information to the bureau. Both these parties are responsible for correcting inaccurate or incomplete information in your report under the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Keep in mind that all three of the credit bureaus now accept the filing of disputes online with Experian now only accepting online submissions. That's just so that they can flake out on you quicker, my opinion. Find out how to initiate a dispute online. Begin by telling the credit bureau what information you believe is inaccurate. Credit bureaus must investigate the items in question, usually within 30 days, unless they consider your dispute Frivolous. Include copies, not originals of documents, that support your position. In addition to providing your complete name and address, your communication should clearly identify each disputed item in your report. State the facts and explain why you dispute the information. Request deletion or correction. So going through and sending a letter saying this is not mine, that does not work. That would qualify under the Frivolous uh, title may also want to enclose a copy of your report with the items in question circled. Your communication may look something uh, like a coloring book like we talked about earlier today. If mailing a letter, send it by certified mail, return receipt requested so you can document that the credit bureau did in fact receive your correspondence. Also, keep copies of your dispute letter and enclosures. If you want to help disputing mistakes on your credit report, myfico.com can help. myfico.com can help you with free letter writing. You're going to want to make sure you send a copy of your driver's license, a utility bill, social security card, so they know that it is you in that correspondence. They already have all that information anyway, so you're not sharing anything that's private. Write to the appropriate creditor or other information provider explaining that you are disputing the information provided to the Bureau. Again, include copies of documents that support your position. Many providers specify an address for disputes. If the provider, again, reports the same information to a Bureau... It must include a notice of your dispute. Request that the provider copy you on correspondence as they send to the Bureau. Expect this process to take 30 to 90 days. In many states, you'll be eligible to receive a free credit report directly from the credit Bureau once a dispute has been registered to verify the un- updated information. Contact the appropriate credit Bureau to see if you qualify for the service. How will accepted disputes affect your FICO score? Often your scores improve when errors on your credit report are corrected. In some situations, however, your score may not improve when credit information is corrected or updated. For example, it is often thought that closing credit card accounts will improve your score. That is not correct. Uh, Removing negative information from your credit report may not have the impact on your FICO score that you expect. There could be additional negative information remaining that will prevent an immediate increase in your score. FICO scores only consider credit-related information on your report if you change personal information, address, Social Security, employer, birth date. the Credit information on in your report will not be impacted and your FICO score will probably not change. The FICO score only considers credit account collection, public record information. Typically, it takes the Bureau 30 to 45 days to respond to your dispute. Got more information if you want it. Give me a call 800-306-1990. And as always, I ask, Set that first radio preset button to come back here and join Ron Segal Radio, where we only speak about items affecting your house and your bank account. Thanks to all of our sponsors. A big thanks to Josh and Sean who are engineering us today. And of course, a special thanks to you for spending a little bit of your day with us. That's all for Ron Segal Radio. Again, if you have any questions or to meet any of our guests, call me anytime, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990 or ronsegalradio.com. And remember... Make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on Ron Segal Radio.